Hello, welcome to the Zingnificent Show. Tune in to master the mechanics of conscious change for a deliberate transformation. Perceiving. In this part, you will learn about perceiving and pre-processing reality, sensory thinking, and our personal map of reality. Our minds influence the key activity of the brain, which then influences everything. Perception, cognition, thoughts and feelings, personal relationships, they're all a projection of you. Deepak Chopra So, there are seven phases that we all go through as a life continuum process. We have covered in detail so far the first three. Wondering, conceiving and receiving. Then, perceiving. But first we start to wonder about life. That leads us to how our higher mind conceives what we experience as reality. Also, we have seen that our brain is our receiver, our antenna, which receives whatever is conceived by our higher mind. In this chapter, we are discussing perceiving. We'll go in detail about our physical mind, which is our perceiver of what we experience as being our reality. Essentially, through our physical mind, we are literally creating our own version of reality, like our own map of it. In the following chapters, we will explore exactly how we're doing it. We receive that which is conceived by the higher mind. Then, we perceive it as our life experience through our physical mind while we are filtering our perception of it. Please remember that the phases I described throughout the book happen instantaneously, not in linear order as I describe them. The following three remaining ones are part of perception. Filtering, opening and understanding are actually how we perceive anything. Later, in the coming chapters, we will see how we do the filtering of that which is perceived by the physical mind. We will then explore the mechanics of it so we create the opening which leads to a wider understanding of who we are, of what life really is fundamentally. My purpose, and yours I guess, is to study the mechanics of the life continuum process. It fuels our mindful, deliberate thinking. Perceiving and pre-processing reality In the previous part, we have discussed our receiver, our brain. We know about our brain that it is a physical body part. We can see it, touch it and so on. It is made up of several materials which can be studied and examined scientifically. The perceiver, our physical mind on the other hand, even though we refer to it as being physical, is not really physical at all. It is not made up of any material. Yes, it is as invisible as the higher mind our conceiver is. However, unlike the higher mind, which is of a, let's call it spiritual dimension, the physical mind, without being made of any material specifically, must be of a certain material too. I believe it's called our body cells. Probably that is where perceiving takes place. I've never seen the mind, nor do I know anyone who saw it also. I did, however, find various authors and researchers with whom I share the same thoughts. The physical mind must spread all over our body. If this is so, it must be located in each cell 
out of the few trillion body cells who collectively make you, or me, or anyone you know. Personally, I'm very happy with this idea. It works for me. If you like it too, let's move further. If you see the mind or know its fabric and where it may be exactly in our body, I'll be happy to learn about that. I will rewrite parts of this book. You might educate me one day and I much appreciate it in anticipation. However, until that day comes, here is how I see it. As we continuously receive information through our brain, our receiver acts as an organic transformer. Therefore, it is transforming energy into specific signals. Then, the signals are filtered and interpreted by our physical mind, our cells, as we have agreed until that day comes. This is how I see perceiving. Thus, our physical mind operates and coordinates our thoughts, our movements, and our feelings. Even if we don't particularly like our thoughts, feelings, actions, and results from now, still, it's what we know. Therefore, it's what we do, unconsciously in most cases. So, these things collectively become our preferences or behaviors and actions. Finally, our daily life. This is perceiving reality. We are using our physical mind to think, to feel, and to respond. Our physical mind is literally shaping and creating realities. Simultaneously, it is in charge of our own filtering, interpretation, and personal understanding of our own reality. By that, I mean the things we perceive, the world, and the other people. In my research, I've learned that this is what our cells are literally doing 24-7 without necessarily needing our conscious opinions. Wonderful, busy cells we have. Therefore, of course, the mind must be there. So, what is the reality then? The reality is information. A never-ending, continuous, vast flow of information that we process without ever resting, simultaneously using the seven symbiotic phases that we experience as a life-continuum process. On and on, from a various cycle of understanding to a certain level of consciousness, into the next one. This is what we really do throughout our physical lives. Perceiving our perception, that is, which we are discussing in this chapter, is, in a very simple language, the place where our conscious attention goes. We are perceiving consciously that which we focus our daily conscious attention on. Thus, our physical mind is serving us on a regular basis in all our waking activities. It reasons, it follows almost exclusively a certain social logic, and it learns from books and other outside resources. Outside is the best word to define the focus of the physical mind. We perceive what is apparently outside of us. In reality, we contain all our life experiences, meaning we are already full of that which is already conceived by our higher mind and consciously perceived by our physical mind incrementally after we receive it through our brain. Now, because ever since we were born, we were trained not to give attention to any of our inner processes, we perceive our reality as something that is almost exclusively coming from the exterior, from outside of us, from outside circumstances. 
This is only apparent. In reality, we are in a continuum concert of life, which is always working its elements together in a perfect symbiosis. It is always coming from within us. It is always coming from our state of being, which in reality generates the circumstances we are perceiving as being our reality through resonance and not the other way around. In other words, our state of being is truly the co-creator and the prime attractor of everything we perceive as being life circumstances. That means that by our own frequency, the vibration we send out in any given moment, we attract frequencies, vibration that are similar to our own frequency. Therefore, we are perceiving a part of this subtle and instantaneous mechanism as our external circumstances, our external physical reality. Nevertheless, everything is coming from within. It is our higher selves, the conceiver of our reality. All day long, there are other than conscious processes that happen within us. We are continuously and endlessly processing information, pumping our hearts, digesting our foods, eliminating residues, running our blood, working our entire organism without needing our conscious attention to these unseen processes. Cells where I believe the physical mind is, do that. However, all these inner processes are making our physical reality as we perceive it as being a physical outside of us life experience. This is what our physical mind, our perceiver, does really. This is why you look the way you look and why you get the stuff you get in life. Your cells do that. Fat, fit, rich, poor, kind, angry, handsome, ugly, etc. It's your self-image. Your cells, physical mind, perceiver, keep it up to date. Whatever you believe about yourself, your cells, physical mind, perceiver, are performing and delivering it. A few decades ago, someone discovered we have inside us something called a pre-conscious processor. This is something inside our brain which is processing all the information that is coming at us half a second before we get really conscious of it. Paul Sheedy of Learning Strategies Corporation taught me that. The man taught me so many practical wonderful things like photo reading and other very cool stuff, so I decided I believe him. That means that the word you are reading or listening right now, you have actually read or listened to it a half a second ago. It was already absorbed and processed by your brain. Then it started to be consciously active in your conscious attention, your physical mind, the instant you became conscious of it. That is a half second later from the moment it really happened. Wow stuff! However, apparently this is standard equipment to human beings from birth. We just didn't know we are like this. You, me, and everybody you know is innately hardwired like this. At least this is what Paul Shealy says and I believe him. Now, let's see how the information, the reality, flows toward our sensory systems in a bandwidth that we will measure in bits per second. There is a dazzling difference between the actual information received by us as whole beings and the conscious perception of the information perceived. Our eyes receive a total of 
10 million bits of information per second, while our conscious attention perceives only 40 bits of it. The ears receive a total of 100,000 bits of information, while our conscious attention perceives only 30 bits of it. Our skin perceives a total of 1 million bits of information, and we consciously perceive only 5 bits of it. The taste receives a thousand bits, while our conscious attention gets one bit. Our smell receives 100,000 bits of information, and our conscious attention perceives only one bit of it. This is stunning, isn't it? However, we have quite a limited conscious attention span. Remember, whatever we perceive, we get it consciously after a half a second later than it has already happened because we are all pre-processing reality first. So then, where do we lose all the data that is coming at us? Where does it go? Nowhere. We keep all of it. It is not disappearing anywhere. It is being stored continuously inside our cells, DNA, marrow, bones, and of course, where it originally came from. Yes, our higher mind, the conceiver of everything we receive and perceive as our reality. It is all inside you. We are a walking, talking library full of ever-expanding data. However, being extremely well-trained to just disregard this innate power of ours, many of us still live continuously oblivious to these facts for millennia. No more. Enough. Imagine how Earth will look like when we're being taught to consciously and intentionally focus our attention on our higher mind, to our inner world, where everything is conceived. How would you be today if instead of what school was for you, you were taught to work with information and to focus your mind on what you are naturally inclined to do? How to learn anything and everything? Work with your brain so it can receive the information at the speed rates it was designed to receive data. Expand your conscious perception intentionally. Follow and develop what you are really uniquely good at. The answers to all these questions are truly natural processes hidden beneath social, cultural and educational conditioning, but they are already inside you. Just being aware of this information opens you up to bringing the answers from within you. Start your deliberate thinking and share it with the world. You have learned so much using everything you were born with and you still have it inside you. You have used all of it until you went to school. Then you were being taught to focus your attention only on outside circumstances, to unnaturally force yourself to absorb and memorize stuff one word at a time, ignoring and totally disregarding your innate abilities. Now you know that you can do so much better than this. The creation made us powerful beings. We are beings made of visible and invisible stuff, material and non-material bodies working symbiotically into the creation cosmic complex we call life. We saw what our brain can do with the vast reception of information that is coming at us without needing our conscious attention. Our power stands in being aware of the power that we, all of us, innately are because of how we are built, how we are 
hardwired, built and hardwired pretty much like a computer. Hardware, the body with its organs, and apps and software, our senses, and the internal representations we make. This chapter in particular is helping you expand your conscious perception. The thoughts you're having right now as you're reading or listening to me are literally rewiring your brain into different pathways. You go into different brain plasticity that can receive more through the external and internal sensory senses. Therefore, you finally filter differently the stimuli you receive. And so, you are opening your conscious perception into understanding. We are looking into the filtering process in the coming part. Thus, you understand even clearer how we are built. More importantly, you will go further into discovering how powerful you already are. However, before we do that, let's look more into our sensory thinking in the following episode. Until then, be well. You can find all the episodes of the Thing Zing series hosted at zingnificent.com.